Welcome back to the I Don't Know But Podcast with your host, Angel. And Imani. Presented to you by our Heavenly Father, a.k.a. the Big G-O-D. Hi, Mom. What's up, Angel? How you bees? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Good. So we just How finished. You, oh, thank you. Thank you for asking. Because <laughs> I was waiting. But I said, you know what? I was like, wait. It's okay. I gotta be, I gotta be like, it's what? okay. It's okay. I'm good. We just finished um, our, Bible, our study. Bible study, and you can catch that, um, which we've been really good with keeping up with, but we've been kind of slacking with our regular right, yeah. recording. It's because Bible study is just like... It's good. It's so good. It's good. Like have, If you haven't listened to it, listen to it. I promise you... You'll learn some stuff. You will learn some stuff. It's not... Prayerfully, it will not offend you or anything like that. Yeah, it's not I understand like that. if you are... A super super religious person. It might be a little unorthodox, um, but I feel like we talk I'm about relationship over religion. I'm just saying. I t- I feel like we talk about real life experiences, yeah. you know, um, and even like with me, I can say you know doubt and all that good stuff, and I think that's natural. I think a lot of people do have doubt about religion, about God, um, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with questioning. Things that you want to understand more. There's nothing wrong with asking questions. It's just your heart posture behind it. That's... Yeah, it's when you want to learn more. When yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but yeah, check it out. But anyway, so in the process of doing that, last week we were supposed to talk about our passions. Yeah. Because that's a struggle for me. By the way, your skin is looking really good. That zinc is doing something. Oh my something. goodness, thank but anyway. you. <laughs> <laughs> so we bought some zinc because both our skin is kind of just, you know, whatever. But it's and my been, scalp is It's a mess. been helping. Did you wash your hair yesterday? Not yet, no. I oh, didn't. okay. Yeah, I'm going to so, do it this weekend. Yeah, I probably will too. But yeah, we wanted to talk about our passion and trying to figure out what it is, but one of the things we learned today is that it may just take some time for God to land, yeah, to give it to us, you know. Um, but because I, I, you know, I can't stay there. I'm curious. We're gonna talk about maybe how we can get to figuring out what it is that we are here to do on this earth, you know. So when you was growing up, Miss Angel, mm-hmm. <laughs> what did you want to do? Sing. I've always wanted to sing. Was that the only thing you wanted to do? Yeah, pretty much. Like if if it, it didn't have to do with music, I was just gonna be like, I don't know, like. But I've always been like, people have told me like, no, like you're not gonna make money singing, and or you can't sing. And so for a long time, I was just like, oh. Yeah, well, I guess I'm just not going to do this. I guess because, I mean, that doubt in my brain, like, what if people judge me? Like, you know, trying to be people pleaser. Mm -hmm. No longer will I be that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So that was the only thing you ever, like, wanted to do? I mean, dance. That's what you, like, when I was, like, a baby. I really remember that. You wanted to dance. But I've always wanted to be, like, but like an entertainer, entertainer basically. Yeah. Yeah. But well, as your mother, uh-huh. there were different things that I saw in you. What? So, I think that you would be an excellent 
director. Oh my gosh. 100% excellent director. Because you observe and you recognize so many things. And I think, like, the creativity behind the way you think when you're watching things. I feel like movies or TV shows would be so much better because it would <laughs> it would completely, like, throw us off the way you think. Like, because some things are just so... Like, we know, like, a horror film is designed yeah. a certain way. If you see the first... Like, the first person you see in the movie in a horror film is usually the one that did right. it. I feel like you would be... Like, you would completely <laughs> change it up. <laughs> you know? Like, um... I don't know. I just wa- I don't know. I, I, when I watch TV, I'm just like always looking at what's going on and not just like what's happening in, on the surface, but like what's like in the background, like what people don't really recognize or notice. Like if somebody's right. like eating something right. and like they take a bite right. or they or they just pulled it out of like I remember I was watching One Tree Hero and I saw uh, Jamie. He was in the uh, kitchen mm-hmm. and he had pulled out an apple from the fridge and then. Next thing you know, the apple's bitten, and I was like, "When did he bite the right, apple? <laughs> like, right. like what?" Yeah. So you, as a director, would pay attention to all of that. You would pay attention to like, oh, the hair was not to the right in that cut, and now it's to the left. You know, like no, it would have to be back to the right, or their Maybe shirt collar comes with editing, was up. Though. But see, that's that's my next thing. The director, yes, and then you have that editing skill that I feel like just ties in with that. I don't know. And you would be great. But doesn't that come with singing too? Like when you're doing music videos and like you have to be aware of it. Yeah, I mean, it comes with all of that. But I'm just saying as an outsider looking in. Because you have your passion. Mm-hmm. But then you have strong a strong skill as well. And I think... But you I can think kind that of will ma- all tie uh, in together. Right, you can marry, blah, 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 marry the two. So... Was there anything else? The dancing, the singing. I mean, I used to write. I used to I used to be like all my awards for some reason when I was in like kindergarten, mm-hmm. second grade was from writing, so like writing what though? I don't know. But I'm Look, saying like on the, uh, what, did you ever say, Oh, I wanna write a book or I oh, wanna no. write a magazine column? But or... I think that's where my songwriting skill skill comes from though. Cause like I mean I've always been good at writing in English. English was just like a good subject for me um even though in sixth grade it was kind of I didn't really like English in sixth grade but like I feel like as time went on like just writing like I don't know short stories and stuff right. like that was always kind of like fun for me because I get to tap into like the so fictional let me ask you side this. of my have you been writing any music I'm working on that I haven't written a song it's in my notes hold on it's like I start song, but I don't like writing. Like, I don't like writing, like... It's like, when I write songs, it just comes off the top of my brain. It's not from, like, me actually sitting there, like, oh, I have to think about right. it. Like, I don't... I just... It's naturally... It just naturally comes to me. So, so do like, you, like, I, like, record, record it? it. Like, I voice note Okay. It. And, yeah. Because once I... Because, like, if I write it, I'm gonna forget, like, what I said prior to. So, like... Like... If a good lyric or a song came in my brain, mm-hmm. it's like... I can write it, but I'll forget the melody. And so, like, it won't sound how I want it right. to sound. So I'd just rather sing it or, like, voice note it. Yeah, that makes sense. Anyways, what what's your... What was something as a child that you wanted to do? So, 
when I was young. And just, what stopped you from it? Just like you, I want, but I wanted to, first of all, I wanted my name to be something different than Imani. Because I just felt like. It's a pretty name. I yeah, like but I didn't name. understand. I understand that now and I understand what it means. It means faith. But I was the only, I felt like I was the only kid with an African, you know, name and a name that most people could not pronounce based off the writing. And I just wanted it to be named Tina. Tina? Yeah. You don't look like a Tina. I know, I don't. <laughs> but I did. That's what it is. I was like, Mom, why couldn't I just be named Tina? But anyway, so um, growing up, I was just like you. I wanted to be an entertainer. I wanted to be a singer. Uh, I can't say really a dancer, but I know that that kind of came with it, especially back then. Like, you had to be able to dance back in my day. Now you can just stand yeah. on the stage <laughs> so or sit on around. the stage. But back then, you had to be able to perform. Um, but I also wanted to act, you know. And most people, mm-hmm. including my daughter, will say that I am dramatic. Oh, mom, you're so dramatic. Yes, and I really just I've always been that way. That's a, but that is a good thing. It's not a bad thing when I say that you're dramatic. No, it it's is. funny. It's bad. It's funny because I'm like you just you just neglecting it, But my that's feelings. not how I mean it. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that's not how I how I meant to mean it to come off because I don't mean it as like, "Oh my gosh, you're so dramatic." I mean it as like it's funny that you're dramatic. There's a difference between two. So yeah. So I can remember um and then of course hair. I always, always loved. I was cutting my baby doll's hairs into styles and braiding them. You're good at it. And and curling them and doing all of that. Um when I was little I'm talking about little that I can ever remember. I remember my mother when we lived in Queensbridge, she was having like a little, I guess, slight little small party in the house. And she was like, okay, you're going to be in the bedroom. You know, you have your doll, you know, whatever. Just basically stay out the way. And so I was in there and I was like, oh, I'm going to style my doll. I'm going to style my little girl, but I'm going to style myself too. And we're going to look like twins. And this was back when my hair was long. And I cut the baby doll's hair. And I cut my hair. And my mother, who used to spend a lot of money on my hair because she used to take me to a stylist for the stars back in the day, because that's who she went to, was pissed when she came in to check in on me. And she said, Imani, did you cut your hair? And I was like, no. So I lied because (laughs) I just knew what was coming. And boy, she tore my behind up behind that. So once I... Once I got a little older and I'm doing my own braids and, you know, whatever. When my mother, who, like I said, went to the stylist for the stars, asked me to put a relaxer in her hair, I knew. Mm-mm. I knew I had skills because that's a vain woman. <laughs> to this day, she still don't play about her hair. So, yeah, I I um, definitely love, I love hair. I love healthy hair. Um... And, you know, I just try to make sure your hair health, my hair health is good. Even my boys, you know, um, give them little tips or whatever. But, yeah, singing, acting, hair. And I would what, say. What stopped you from pursuing that? Um, The singing, I would say, I'm going to tell you what it was for me. So when I was going to high school, 
I tried out for um, New York Performing Art. And unfortunately, the night before, which I always do this because I did this for my SAT too, I was hanging out with my friends to the point where it was like super duper 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 late, probably like three o'clock in the morning, which makes no sense because I'm like only 13 and I'm hanging out three o'clock in the morning. But that just to tell you, you know. But anyway, so I had to wake up early because I had to catch the train to go to the um, School of Performing Arts and I was tired and I wasn't prepared. And I remember being nervous as all get out for the audition and I sang The Greatest Love of All by Whitney Houston, which is probably the hardest song to sing when your voice isn't trained. And, you know, you have to perform by note, like they'll press a note on the piano and you have to, you know, sing that note. And I just didn't, I just wasn't prepared. And I, I did not get in. I did not get accepted. And I just was discouraged because I wanted to go to the school where fame was recorded. Like, that was always my, even as a kid, I wanted to go to the fame school. Fame is a TV show. Mm-hmm. I know, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But I wanted to go to that school. And when I didn't get in, I think, like, my dreams just kind of faded away. Because before that, I would do musical plays. Um, and I felt relatively comfortable. And people would, you know, say, oh, you have a nice voice and stuff. But... um. I think that's just what discouraged me. And my grandfather went to Juilliard and he would try to train me, you know, to sing and stuff. So I appreciate that. I'm glad that I had that. But, you know, when you just, when you get rejected by that type of program and stuff, it's just like, I don't have it. I just don't have it. But then I look at Lauren Hill at the, um, and they was born her, and they was born was... her, and I'm like, you know, if you would have just changed your voice more as you got older, you never know where you would have been. So what's stopping you now from pursuing that? Do you still love it as much as you used to? Um, I love music. I can't say I love singing. Okay, well, but I love. I'm gonna tell you the type of song I loved. Jazz, like for me, if I lived back in the era of like Ella Fitzgerald and you know, like Mamie, like all those people from back in the like 20s, 30s that, that sang, or 40s that sang jazz, I probably would have been the person because I <laughs> love singing like that. I feel like my voice and my tone is more that. I'm not a pop singer. I would be more of a jazz singer. Like not a Jill Scott or anything, like, like literally jazz type of singer because I feel like that's the type of voice I have. But yeah, I don't sing, I don't really, really sing like that too much anymore. Would you want to? Hmm, I don't know. I can't say that that's a passion. I love music, though. What part of of it? Just listening to it, or just like? Um, I love I love the emotions behind certain songs, and the the vibe that it brings. So it could be any genre of song, but if it has a good vibe. Like, so would you be like the person to like put the music together? Um, I feel like I could produce a good a good track if I knew how to. Like if I knew how to work, cause I had, cause I literally bought my laptop, my MacBook Pro, with everything on it to produce music because a part of me would do it if I knew how to. <laughs> I, I mean, 
I took classes on producing, and I, and I that's where I found I don't really like it, and that's where I know why. That's why how I know that I'm more of like the oh I like to sing and like mm-hmm. songwriter person. So, if you ever want to advise, I mean I can't really give you the best, but I feel like if that's where you where you feel comfortable, um, I can help. Yeah, I just I I can't say that that's a passion for me. Um, but I love it. And like when we were in New Orleans, somebody was supposed to put my song together because I got this song literally while I was in. First of all, when I was in New Orleans, I had the most vivid dreams. Like I was out of body experiencing New Orleans at its finest, meaning I felt all of the spirits there, everything was clear, everything that, like, major events that happened, I could see them in my dreams when I was sleeping, because we were there, like, almost a week, right? Yeah. And every night, I had a vivid dream, but one particular night, I had a dream, and a song came to me to the point where when I woke up, I grabbed my phone and sang, just like you, I had to sing the, the like, the melody, the melody and everything into it. And I said, Angel, this was two years ago, <laughs> over, over two years now, almost two and a half years ago. I said, Angel, we have to bring this song to life because I promise you, this is for a movie or a television series. Like, the, like you know, the song for a television series or whatever. And I just couldn't get her to do it. And she has a guitar. Yeah, know. but producing isn't where I... Where I uh, but it's not producing. You just had to is, sing though. it. You just had to sing it and and do the the thing. We, I could have probably produced it. I barely know how to play the, how to play the guitar. It's just, it's just like, yeah. But now if you get me a keyboard, but I do I have do like more. dreams a lot of songs, and if I can grab my phone fast enough when I wake up, I usually do sing them, the harmonies and stuff into the notes, the the voice notes because. In my dreams, they're like Grammy Award winning, <laughs> <laughs> Grammy Award winning song, but I can still say that is not what I. That's not like a passion of mine. Um, I don't know. I like when I think of a passion, I think of like what do I get excited about talking about. That's what I think of when I think of a passion. And I can't say outside of football during the season <laughs> if there's anything that I really get excited about and then acting I took classes me and my son took classes because he wants to be an actor so we took acting classes which was fun and I learned a lot and when you when you're in a class like that and you watch television or movies or whatever you can really see some of the things that you were taught like it's so clear and it's interesting um, I wanted to be a action actor. Action? Yes, I want like, like I still Yeah, like I still like for me if I had a choice to audition for like a legal crime show where they carrying guns and they running after somebody and shooting and stuff, I would do that. <laughs> Versus like a drama, like a not a drama, like a um hospital show series. I need some action. Yeah, no. Hospital show series? Mm. <laughs> yeah, which I mean, there's some action in that too. You know, when they roll in those people into the emergency, 
into That's emergency not surgery. Really action though. But yeah, I need that. I need the action. I wanna, I wanna have my gun on my side and ring. So because you got rejected from the school of fame, the fame school, the fame school, yeah, uh, the school of performing arts. That's why you just gave up. I was just discouragement. Um, yeah, I just, I didn't feel like I was good enough to sing on a um, professional level. That's sad. Yeah. I'm the type of person, I guess I had like fast food mentality back before fast food mentality came. Like I wanted things to happen. I still do. I wanted things to happen faster now. And when they said no, when I got the letter, you know, because I don't even think we had like emails and stuff back then. But when I got the letter, um, the rejection letter, I was just like, okay, well, that's not where I'm supposed to be. So I'll do something else with my life. So you think that you're not supposed to fail? Like you're not supposed to have failure in No, like I logically I know that now. But at that age, cuz you're talking about I was 13. I think I no, I don't even think I was 13 yet. I probably was maybe turning 13, like 12 and a half cuz you know, I'm like a year younger because of my birthday. So I was just young. I didn't I know that now. I, I mean, I've I'm smart enough to know that some people had to fail over and over and over again before they got their first record deal, or you know what I mean. Like just watching like even the Kanye thing on Netflix where he was trying to you know go into each recording, uh, not recording studio, but um trying to sell his uh, yeah trying to sell his stuff and everybody's looking at him like he's crazy, you know, like it took a, it took a second. And I'm sure he was doing it before that, like years before that, you know. But I I know that now. But when you're 12 and 13 and if you don't have that person that's uplifting you and saying, you can do it, just keep going, you know, that can be kind of difficult. Especially when you're not telling yourself you can do it, just keep. But outside of those things, I mean, I, I would still like what to prefer the perfect chocolate chip cookie okay <laughs> i'm serious i love no i love chocolate chip cookies now um hair so i was gonna go into hair school a few times but i think with that um it was when i really really decided to do it and actually applied and was going to start i ended up um getting a job at the irs and I felt like Gene was an infant, so I felt like that was more important. Well, he wasn't an infant. I think he was a year and a half or whatever. So I felt like that was more important to be able to provide for him immediately rather than going back to school. And So would you go back to school now to all grown? Um, now, I have to be honest, my fingers <laughs> won't allow it. Like... And, you know, I braided your hair and stuff. Like, my fingers get cramped up now and stuff. And you can't be trying to curl somebody's hair and your fingers get cramped. You're going to burn them. And it's standing all day. Yeah. But I know, like, what to tell people about hair care. What about your own line? You've been talking about making your own products for, like... I did. I mean... I think sometimes I overthink things. Like... 
I thought about, okay, let me create, you know, especially stuff for the scalp, you know, or hair loss. Um, but then I think about like, what happens if my product creates hair loss and then you're going to get sued, you know, and I know you you can have insurance and making sure that it's not going, but you can test all day long. You get the right person who doesn't understand that they have an allergic reaction to ingredients either because they didn't read the ingredients or they just never knew that they had allergic reaction to it. And then next thing you know, you're being sued. And you get there's insurance for for that, but you don't want to ruin somebody's hair because that's their crown. And people, you know, that's big for them. So I thought about that. Like, there's just so many things. Maybe I just overthink. Maybe you shouldn't talk yourself down from it or, or try to make every excuse. I know, but I can't say that that's a passion for me. That's the problem. Like... I don't know what you enjoy is a pa- I know what I enjoy but I don't know how to Okay, what's something what's some things of, that you enjoy that you enjoy doing? I enjoy watching football. Okay. <laughs> I enjoy peace and relaxation and I I enjoy traveling but I don't enjoy flying anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like when we went to New Orleans, that was do the first time. Do you enjoy doing this? I do enjoy doing this because. Do you think that? But I don't. But what I don't enjoy about doing this is the marketing. Like I have an MBA, and marketing was not my strongest. I think that was the only class I got like a B plus in. Okay, Everything else was an A minus. The whole point of marketing, out. like, I don't really enjoy marketing like that. But I do it because... I know, but you haven't even been doing it. You've been slacking on your macking. Okay. Anyways, I, <laughs> I don't really enjoy it. So I'm not going to always... I mean, I think I'm creative. I think that the editing process is fun sometimes. And not some, other times it's kind of annoying and boring. But I do it anyways because that's the... No, I get it. And maybe there's a part of me that I have to be honest with myself and just say, Imani, you're lazy. Like, I kind of want things just to come to me. Yeah, it's not kind of. Let's be really, Imani. <laughs> I want things to come to me, and I have been very lazy in my life. I'm very good at what I do do. So when I do set my mind to something, I'm definitely good at it, and I'm going to achieve what I want to achieve. So in my career, I advanced in my career because I was very good at it. Um, and I still like that. What I don't like is the politics behind corporate, the corporate world. But I can't say that that's a passion either, even though I like it. What happened to when you was like, oh, I want to go into be a spy and the and just like the what's it called the something federal? Like Are you talking about when the, I was going to be a secret service person? Yeah, that I had children. So that don't that don't mean it nothing? did because. One of the things they okay, said but me, now said to it doesn't mean anything. Oh, well, I'm too old now. You have to be a certain age. Yes, you cannot be over a certain age. Oh, well, that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> but at that time, I I got very far in the process. I passed the test. I got the interview. You know, the next thing would have been going to, um, I guess Quantico or wherever they send you. But one of the things they said to me, and it was a time when me and your father were going through our divorce. They said. As a Secret Service person, 
if we call you, there's no, oh, wait, I have to find someone to watch my kids. You have to come. And there was no way. I didn't have that support system to say, can you watch them for however long I have to go protect the president or whoever I have to protect, the president's daughter or son or or a, a diplomat or ambassador from a different country, you know, whoever you have to protect. And when they told me that, that was like, okay, I can't do that. Not at the age that you guys were. But I, what I can say, I do like, well, everybody know, I'm an investigator by nature or researcher by nature. You I do are. like that. Yeah, I do like doing that. So why not look into, like, detective? Like being a detective? Well, I don't want to be a detective. I don't want to work for the police force. Um, what I wouldn't mind doing, I, I wouldn't mind busting up these scammers because, you know, I like to have fun with them. Um, oh my goodness. I do, <laughs> but not to the point where like with catfish and stuff, I'm working with the actual person who's being scammed. I want to be the undercover person who's being scammed and bust them. Like I would do something like that, like create fake profiles to bust the scammers. <laughs> but I feel like, but see, that's the thing. I feel like that's just doing a service to humanity and it's not necessarily something to make money off of. I feel like I just have a, in my I have a nonprofit mind. I have more of a, I want to help than I want to make money mind, but I know I need to make money. So how <laughs> so, do you help and make money at the same time? Something like this. This is where you can help and make money at the same time. Yeah, but that takes a while. Yeah, but it can happen. It can happen. So. Yeah, but it definitely takes a while. But it can happen. So we're just going to stay at it can happen mm-hmm. and stop looking at but it takes a while. Okay? Okay. Yeah, but I have to live. It's always so, a but. So, it's always so, a but. So should I get a job while this is taking its time to get off the ground? No, I don't think you should. So you're going to pay the bills? You have money, Mom. What are you talking yeah, about? But, I mean, I... <laughs> I mean, I know God is all providing, but God is gonna realistically. My bank account can you only can't, go. You gotta stop. You gotta stop doing so that. You gotta start looking at faith and stop looking at. I get that. Oh, what's I'm happening real, around you? I'm human. That's okay. We all are, but and this is from the person who I have to provide for. Okay, stop providing for me. It will come. Get with it. It will come in due timing. Yeah, you have to trust that and believe that. Because if you, you're gonna if you you're gonna always stay stuck if you don't have the faith that you like if you don't you just gotta step out on crazy faith okay you gotta well, step I out I resigned from my job I know I resigned from a six figure but job. you also have to realize that the next stage of your life is gonna take time to come into fruition I know I told you I have a fast food mentality. I know we, I do too and. I feel like things should just land in my lap. Like, I feel like God should just come down from the sky and and give me a step-by-step directorial written down process of how to become what it is he desires for me to become. But you also have to understand in this, like, in this time in your life, you have to kind of allow God to provide for you because he's going to provide either way. Well, that's the part that I you can have to trust that he's my going safe, to provide. That's my safety net. 
is the fact that I do know, not just logically, but experientially, that's not a word, but we're going <laughs> to act like it is. Like I have experience in knowing that even in my downtimes financially, God did provide. Exactly. So don't that doubt part him I now know. either. I know that. I get that. I get that. But it does not take away from the fast food mentality. Okay, but everything was going to happen. Like, we just went over this. I know. <laughs> I know it's not my timing. I get that. I know it's not my timing. But it's... I really would love to know. And maybe it's just not for me to know right now either. Maybe I'm just supposed to rest and clear my mind. Because I'm telling you, my mind has been cluttered for the past seven years. Especially working with that job. There was a lot of information to retain in my brain. But um, maybe it's just time for me to just relax. relax and let my brain just chill for a second. And and I've noticed that you've been doing a lot of interviews recently. Not a lot. I had one interview a week ago. You had like... Well, no. Remember, that was the person that was calling me for the interview. So whatever you were hearing was not like multiple interviews. It's for the same position. But still, you're interviewing. But you're not interviewing. You're interviewing where you're good at. Like You're, you're not interviewing where you want to be. That makes sense. Yeah, because they're going to reach out to me based on my qualifications. Yeah, but... I you... wouldn't interview for something on where I want to be because I don't even know where I want to be. <laughs> if that makes sense. Well, you wouldn't understand that yet because you haven't really worked in like the outside. And I won't because I already know where I'm field. supposed to be. Anyways. But what happens is when you have experience in something, as much experience that I have, where I was a director level, people are going to reach out to you based on that experience. No one's going to reach out to... Let's just say I wanted to be a baker. Based on my resume, no one's going to reach out to me to be a baker because I don't have experience in being a baker. And unfortunately but, for most people, it's hard to gain experience when you don't have experience. Whether you go to college or not. It's, it's so backwards on this earth. But it is what it is. But, that, but people don't always have to reach out to you. Sometimes you have to go get it yourself. So Yeah, and that's if you know what you want to do. You can't go get something that you don't know that you want to do. So you're saying you don't... You say you you want to help people. Yeah, but I don't know how or what or in what. Like, I don't have a passion for anything right now. I just don't. Only thing I know is... I want to record for this. I want to stay up on it. I don't want to give up on this. On the okay, podcast. then maybe there, maybe your passion's in this and you don't even realize it yet. I don't know. But I just know that I want to stick to it because I feel like sometimes I just don't stick to things. Like I fall off. I lose interest easy. And Me I'm too. trying to <laughs> get myself out of giving up because things don't look the way I want them to look. You know, like when you go on... And you see your viewership is dropping. But you know why your viewership is dropping. Because you're not putting the stuff out. You're not marketing. You're not doing your work. Because you have to do work too. Because unfortunately things just... For some people, they 
magically appear. Like they just, people just have the formula. Some people, like when I listen to, I listen to this girl who is amazing on YouTube with viewership. I think she has like millions on her, just her reels has millions. But I listened to her and it happened relatively quickly for her. But the part that we didn't see is the research she did behind it. Like, even though it happened fast for her, she did a lot of hours of research on what's, like, the exact time that you should have a reel. Like, she noticed, okay, if I did a 50-second reel, my viewership went down to 100,000. But if I did a 34-second reel, my viewership went to 50 million. <laughs> like, it's that big of a difference by just a little bit of time. So she did her research on how to do that. I'm, we haven't done that. I haven't done that. I'm not, I'm just going to put it on myself. I haven't done like the research behind what makes a successful podcast. What do you have to have? It's kind of like writing a I essay. think nowadays when it comes to podcasts, a lot of people have podcasts, like they have the listening version of their podcast, but they also have the visual version of their podcast because a lot of people, like with me, like I don't like listening to people talk. I'd rather watch them talk right. than listen to it. So that's like. I feel like it's really how people kind of get pushed out more. Yeah. Like if if you visual, you can visually see them having a conversation rather than just hearing them have a conversation. Yeah, I mean, especially if you know what they look. Like. I mean, like I I like to listen to the Kelsey's, um, new New Heights podcast, and I think like I can listen to it without seeing it, even though I started seeing it first. And then once we started doing our podcast, you know, I listened because it's on um, Apple, but I know what they look like. So I can like visualize when they're talking, who's talking and I know their voices. Like I know yeah. them well enough to say, oh, that's Travis. Oh, no, that's Jason. I know what Travis looks like. I know what Jason looks like. Even I don't know what they're wearing that day or whatever, but I can visualize that. I think for me, if we're doing visually, I want to be. Exactly the way I am right now. I want to be okay. comfortable in my bed. I want to be put together. So I'm going to just be put together. You could be. <laughs> and see, I feel like by doing that, it's going to be like, oh, we can't do it today because my hair's not done. Oh, we can't do it today because my hair's I don't feel not like done. I look I don't like. care that my hair's not done because I have Well, you said you want to be put together. So I don't know what put, put together, together means. I mean, like, like not like in, in night clothes. Like- right. But so what is like those days where we just. Are comfortable. We just came back from like I don't want my makeup done from I don't working out or whatever. or whatever. We took our showers, you know, whatever. But we're comfortable in the bed, and we're That's recording. It's at nighttime, right? I feel like when it's during the day, like I want to be presentable. Like if it's a nighttime podcast, I'm but we be usually do nighttime. We just so happen to be doing it earlier because we're trying to make sure we stay on top of it, and it's going to be busy, you know. But. But still, like, I at least want to have on a bra. Like, like I don't want to be I'm like... Saying. I don't want to have to have on a bra. Well, then don't. That's up to you. That's I want to be what I am right now. Like, just chilling, you know, and that being okay. And not being judged But we also for... don't have a camera. We don't have the things to, like, we don't have, like... We have an Apple iPhone that, camera. No, because we don't even have a tripod to set up the thing. For it to be like, well, it could just be close contact. No, and see, this is what I'm saying. Like, you, it becomes more complicated. <laughs> you're taking what is naturally fun. I want it to look out of it, good. right? But you're taking what is naturally fun and making it a job. And I feel like 
when you're enjoying something, that's how it just gets messed up when it becomes a job. Like, but doesn't that happen? Like, isn't that just your mindset behind it that makes it a chore for you rather than like? Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. My whole mindset will become messed up because it's now it's becoming a chore. When right now it's just natural and enjoying, like I'm enjoying it. I don't want it to become a chore. And having to do all of that, that's why I don't even ask you about marketing anymore. Because I'm like, you know what? If it's going to do well, it's just going to do well. Regardless, by word of mouth or whatever, you know. I I feel like I just shouldn't have to force somebody to do something. Like my book says. Love what is. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you and this book. Yeah, because it's helping me with just dealing with people and what I expect of people and what I expect of myself and realizing that we are really just humans and expectations just should not be there because you're creating just a stressful life when you have a whole bunch of expectations. Like, I like the talking part of, like, this whole thing. But the the marketing part is stressful for me. So, like... So, we have to find a a compromise, a common ground. ground. If we share the marketing part of this, like, it'd be easier for me. me. It'd be easier for me to, like, okay, I can have a break today and and I can, you know, focus on, I don't know, making a singing TikTok or something. Like... Because if I'm constantly doing it, I'm going to be drained really fast. And that's what I've noticed with YouTube and everything like that. Like, the whole YouTube thing, like, it's draining because, like, the editing process is so... That's the other part. That's what I'm saying. Like, like this part, this, this is easy. part isn't that bad. It isn't. But when you're talking about let's, let's record ourselves so people can see us... But Not, that's different. No, though. because that's that editing because is totally different than editing a voice recording. When you're when you're like this, you're just gonna have to line up the video with with the sound. That's that's not the the difficult part. The difficult part, like when it comes to editing YouTube videos, is like not I wouldn't say the There's lengthy. a lot to it it's, because it's, it's like it's bloopers, yeah. music. Like, there's a lot that comes with a video podcast. I that, know that. Than a, just a recording. The, it's like the lengthiness, but it's not even that. It's more of like the typing and adding in the things and then the, and like the, the visual. I don't know. It's, it's like a lot. Part, but. It's a whole nother component that takes what should be fun and turns it into a job. Like, I mean, if we had somebody that did it for us, it'd be different. The only time editing becomes fun for me, though, is when I'm learning something new about it. It's more of like a, it's like if I'm constantly doing the same thing and not switching it up, I'm going to get bored and tired of it. But like when it, when it's constantly like, like, oh, I learned this. Oh my gosh, I can add this in. Like, that's when I become excited about it. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, I don't but Gene, Gene, like if we gave the editing part to Gene, he'd probably kill it because he but likes the little. He, he loves, he loves it. Yeah. He loves the little like different yeah. things about it. So, but I, even with him, I feel like he has to be in the mood to do it. But once he's in the mood, he really focuses on it. And so that's really what it is, though. That's really what it is. It's more of just like because, like, I remember I used to edit my YouTube videos, 
and like it's the it's the like trying to get up and do it that's really like once you're in it it's not as difficult yeah. but it's the I part think that's of like anything. Actually... that's exercising that's going to work that's everything like forcing yourself to actually do it like Nike says yeah so just do it but I want to enjoy doing it while I'm doing it I can't say like I've I've had the privy of editing videos I think I edited our first mommy daughter talk and I edited my um hair video or whatever and that's a lot of work man it is a lot of work like but I've edited this and to me that's it's just simple it's like take out the air <laughs> like take out the natural or remove the you know if you have too many uhs or you stutter or stutter smacks you know because I smack my teeth or whatever my, <laughs> my, my tongue or whatever I, I do you know it's easy to just get it out you just did it <laughs> Yeah, we all have our natural little things about us. Y'all know it's me because I smack my. I think teeth. I do it some, too sometimes, like when I'm reading like the Bible. Right. I don't know. Maybe it's just because my lip, my mouth gets dry or whatever. Yeah, but, but yeah, I mean, but it's it's just simpler. But when you bring in video, but video is a net like it's a need for a podcast for like people who just like enjoy seeing what's going on, like because I know like okay like the just just different podcasts like i used to just listen to them so like when they came out with like the visual part mm-hmm. it wasn't like oh like i need to go watch the visual part but with the no for sure podcast like i like like watching them talk to each other it's weird it's so it's different but i i don't know like do you think that like if we transitioned from this and visual it'll be like, i mean i always say we can try it i just want to be able to be but I also feel like we Whoever gotta have good quality. Like I like I don't want to watch no iPhone. You don't. Quality. Most people use their iPhone to do YouTube videos. Yeah, YouTube videos. There's a difference between YouTube videos and a podcast. Podcast is like thing. no, it's not. It's all going up on YouTube. Where are they seeing it at? Okay, they're not, but they're not seeing it on Apple. The quality of a podcast is different from the quality of a YouTube video. It's totally not different. Necessarily. Yes, it is. If you've seen podcasts, they don't have no janky behind the camera. <laughs> like, their camera quality is good quality. Yeah, but have you seen a podcast just starting out? No, because most of the people already have money. Okay, but we're not at that place just yet. So we have to work as if we are just starting out. And then as we grow, we can invest in but better quality. And this the is The iPhone why... quality is not good. Well, <laughs> like, when it comes yours, to, like, the back camera. I have a 12 and I have an 11, so... Yours might be a little better. But my, I don't got no storage on here. Like, this is like. So clean it out. You got cloud. That don't help. That does not help. You know see how important money is? I know how important money is. God never said love of money wasn't important. He just said the love of money is not good. I know. But I disagree with that. I think you should love money. <laughs> Get your face. Now, see, that would have been good to capture on. <laughs> that would have been. Perfect to capture on on video when I said that. Roll just roll her whole eye at me. No, I don't agree with you. But okay. Why not love things that you love that do you a, a good service? I don't I don't see a problem with it. I don't see a problem. I respect money. Because I know what is done. It puts food I don't on think my, money is the issue. It's not the like not table. the love. I don't think 
the love of money. Okay, I don't know how to put this. It's not the love of money that's the problem, I don't think. I think it's more of, are you idolizing it? Are you putting it before God? Is that all you're putting and investing your time into? Because it's like... That might be a good point. I guess if you're focused so much on it that you're working 24 hours a day, seven days a week to get it, then it's definitely going to kill you. Like, it's it's how you... It's the relationship you have with money. It's not the money. It's not, like, money itself. Yeah. That's the problem. I understand that. I completely understand that. But I, I saw this thing. Let me see if I can get access to it. Back to purpose. We just got off topic for, like... Well, it's all it's all relative. So, um, I was looking up some things, and... Um, one of the things, one of the questions that says, ask yourself these three questions um, about finding a niche, which I guess can be something that you're interested in. And the first thing was, what special skills do I have? So, like for myself, um, I do have the skill of doing hair. Um, I have the skill of finance. I'm very good with budgeting, you know, saving um, like credit, you know, those things like that. I have the skill of researching. Um, I would say those are my, my main skills, my biggest skills or whatever. What's your biggest skills? Um, editing, um, I was about to say singing, but (laughs) Mm -hmm. singing, I guess, uh, observation, Mm because that's just, I am. I don't know if I've always kind of been like that. Um, I feel like I'm missing one. My desire to help. Uh, there's a lot. I can go on, but... Okay, so that's your skills. So then the second question is, what problem do I want to solve for myself and others? That's the part that I have to really sit there and think about. What the only problem that I have right now is figuring out what I want to do with my life. So I don't think they mean it as like like that. I do. And and I and I can tell you this. I am not the only person that's sitting up here thinking the same thing. So that's a problem that What is it? Say it again. A lot of people have. What problem do I want to solve for myself and others? So it could be a guide on how to know or learn or create your next step in life. Like, what you should do next. I your pro- you know that it's necessarily a problem. Well, for me, it's a problem. It's a problem for me. I'm not saying it's a problem for you. But you it's a problem for me and probably a lot of people um, that... You don't, you know, we don't know the next step, where to go, like what to do next in life. So that's really the only problem that I have. I want to solve? Yeah. I don't ever think about that, so I wouldn't even know how to answer this right now. I feel like I have to, like, think, really think about that. Like some people, like, let's say, let's say during the pandemic, right? Some people... There was a problem that it was difficult to um, to find toilet tissue. 
I'm just giving an example. So here I am. Okay, I can't find toilet tissue. Then maybe I should create a place, you know, where people can easily obtain toilet tissue. Or maybe I should be a toilet tissue manufacturer so that there is more toilet. Like, that's how they want you to kind of think about that. Like, creating a solution to problems that either you have or people, most people people have. I don't know right now. Yeah. Well, it's it's just a question, you know, to think about. The last question is, what do I enjoy doing? So, the only thing I can say that I truly enjoy doing right now, I enjoy watching football. I enjoy going to music concerts. I enjoy traveling, but I'm not so much into flying anymore. Because for some reason, after I I took you on the plane with me, it's like my anxiety. And I think it was more because you were there and I just wanted you to be safe. Oh, I wasn't scared. But at all, but my anxiety, it seems like every, every plane ride I've taken since the new Orleans trip, my anxiety is like up here. And I never used to be like that. Like the only time I would really get like anxiety is like some major turbulence. But now it's just like, it doesn't even matter. I'm just kind of like, hi. I used to look out the window easy. Now I'm like, I don't even want to look out the window, especially like when, when we're hovering, when we're hovering, I miss to, flying um, actually. But. To land, like when we're ho- like in New York, when you're landing at JFK, and it's not your time to land, or you're waiting, I guess, for them to tell you you can land. They hover over the Atlantic Ocean. They do. Yes. I didn't notice. I never. You wouldn't that. unless you're just looking out the window. Oh well, when I guess when we came back from New Orleans, it was nighttime, so I didn't even know. What was I thought it was like? Was it nighttime? Morning. I thought we had an overnight. We didn't have an overnight flight? Overnight? Yeah. I don't think we had an overnight flight. Uh, I thought it was overnight. I thought it was like early morning. It was nighttime. You sure? Or maybe that I was when video, I came back I from Vegas. Because I usually take overnight flights from Vegas. Yeah, so. um, that was it. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what. But, yeah, so I get a little anxiety from from flying now. But I, I do love to travel. Like, I did a couple of road trips and... This past summer. And I, you know, I love it. But I'm realizing too with that, I don't even feel like, like I'm waiting for y'all to drive. Like, get your license. I'm a passenger princess. I'm not keeping it like that for like the next. It's just this like, I wouldn't say it's a fear. I'm just going to say it's a fear. The other thing I enjoy is I I enjoy our step class. But I couldn't be a teacher. Uh-uh, me neither. But I do enjoy it. Like, if they're asking, like, what do you enjoy doing? I do enjoy that. But the thing is, my brain works so weird when I'm in that class. Like, it's like, it's like sometimes, like, when, when she's calling out, I just be wanting to do my own thing. Like, I just be wanting to do my own moves and, like, create it. So it's like, Mm -hmm. go out. But you can, because you see Gigi does it all the time. Like, there's a lot of people who are into it, into it, that don't mind trying all those crazy moves. Yeah. Me, myself, and I, I like my knees. I like my ankles. <laughs> no, but it's not that. I mean, like, and as in, like, I want to be the person, like, oh, like, side leg. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, I I can. The call out person? I don't want to call it out. I just want to make the, like, make the. Well, then make a thing, show her how to do it, and she can call it out. 
Kind of like what, uh, what's her name? I don't, Kayla. Kayla. Like, she's crazy. Well, she's supposed to be doing that tonight, so we'll see. Yeah. But, um, yeah. But she said she can't um actually do it because she has... She texted me and she was like, uh... That's a whole thing. I'll okay. tell you later. But... But, yeah. But, I mean, I do enjoy that. So, f- watching football... I love football. Even, like, going to the the stadium and stuff. Concerts. Traveling. And my step class. And eating chocolate chip cookies. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> why don't you just make a... Why don't you just... Oh, but you don't even like to cook or bake. like. Maybe what I can do I is I can much. travel from town to town searching for the best chocolate chip cookie and then working it off with stepping. And get paid for that? See, this is the whole thing. <laughs> Do something you love, and, no, but, and then this is the response you get, and get paid. You think somebody's gonna pay you to go travel from town to town? But no, find there the might be like there's a lot of jobs out there. For that? Wait, 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 listen, listen. But why does it have to be a job? Why can't it just okay? Be not what? jobs, but you have to get paid somehow. That's what you keep saying. You keep saying, "Oh, I have to have some type well, of I have income." To, of course, I mean, I, so like, I pay bills, right? So how would you like? I, there's probably something out there like that. I'm not even gonna lie, because there's a lot of jobs out there that people don't even. Well, maybe I can create a chocolate chip cookie, mm-hmm. place them in football stadiums. And sell them for money? Travel from football stadium to football stadium, and then step. Because I'm trying to incorporate all four. All four loves. You know what would be really cool, though? Like, if we really actually, like, as a group, in step, went and performed for other people. Because I think that, like, I don't know. I just... That would be cool. That would be really cool for it. Maybe we could perform at the football stadium. Yes, like that could be the NFL. Eat cookies. Because a lot of people, I'm mom. (laughs) (laughs) I have to to incorporate everything. All my loves. Eat cookies. Eat cookies. Perform and burn it off, and that's yeah. Eat cookies. Perform at NFL stadium. Hmm. Like if we went around and performed step. Like, not just in our regular day classes mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, I think that's so cool because not only does it teach you to stop being fearful, because that was with me. Because I don't know what happened, but when we were stepping mm-hmm. and performing that one time, like, the, the whole, like, there I was even anxiety for real, with that. I don't even think I was paying attention to people outside of me. Yeah. It was more of just like how loud the music was and like it was just making no, me. No, for like, me. I had to get control of my shaking because at first I was shaking. I'm like, when we do the, what is it, the turn, back it up part? Well, we didn't have to back it up, but turn and then come back. I was like, my legs are not going to allow me to turn without missing the step because I was shake. my legs were shaking. But then once we started, like after we did the first one, I was like, okay. I almost I got fell. through it. <laughs> not I'm fell, fine. but like I made it seem like, okay, okay, like I got this. But like, but I I performed in front of people before. Me too. I have too. I you know I was a cheerleader. I've been on stage. You know, like I've I done to... step on stage. Like I I performed. It's always nerve wracking. It is at first. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, the more times you do it, just like when you're speaking in front of groups and audiences, the more you do it, the more comfortable it becomes. The more you don't really care about what people think of you. Yeah. You know, because my whole model is unless you're doing it, shut up. But, um, but I mean, I think that would be fun. Yeah, I feel like that would be fun. Yeah, I think that would be fun. How do you get paid for that? I don't know. 
well, I came up with the idea, so I'm gonna be good sometimes. I'm just kidding. Um, but I was in chorus and like band and stuff. We always had to perform, so it was just like easy. It's easy for me to perform with other people. Like the the point is me performing by myself. Like I've never done mm, that before. Well, you gotta get with it if you're trying to be an entertainer. I know. So. But also, I was watching this uh, sermon with Jerry Flowers, and I literally came in like the last couple minutes, mm-hmm. so I didn't get as much as I'm probably going to go back and rewatch. But he was talking about purpose, and like that's so crazy, because I didn't even think that we were going to be talking about this today. Mm-hmm. So, it's Well, maybe just... there's a reason, because we were supposed to talk about it last week. Right. So I always feel like there's a reason for everything. And then, so like one thing that he pointed out was like the people that you have around you, like... Like, like, kind of what we talked about. Was that the first episode mm-hmm. or the second episode? Mm-hmm. One of them. It was the first episode. But, like, he was talking about, like, your purpose circle. Like, who you have around you kind mm-hmm. of can help you to figure out your purpose. And uh, he was like, what's your gifts and your strengths? And what is your passion? First, you have to figure out your passion. But you don't know your passion, so. No, but I do know what I enjoy. Okay. So... I guess you can turn that into... Because I, I feel like your purpose is different from your passion. Like, my purpose, just like I said in the in the first episode, sitting in the church, the pastor said, your purpose is what God brought you out of, right? So the experiences that God brought you out of, you're supposed to teach others. That's the whole reason why he put you through, you know, what you went through and whatever. So that part I know. But is that a passion of mine? No. I don't think that that's a passion of mine. But I know it that kind of is a passion of yours because you want to help. So it... And... I do. But I can't say that that's a passion. You don't enjoy I don't sit, other people? I didn't say enjoy. Passion is different. That's what you just said. You said things that you... En- like, things that you enjoy. No, things that you enjoy can flow into or your passion. That bring you that bring you excitement. Yeah. Me, you don't think helping other people? No, me talking to women about you know childhood wounds, um, relations, bad relationships, you know, trying to love yourself more is not what I consider a passion, but I get joy out of it if it helps someone, exactly. But it's not a passion, it's not like I wake up and I'm like, oh my god, I want to, you know. I want to talk to people about this, 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 and that. What the three things I just said. A passion for me is waking up on a Sunday and the Eagles play and win. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I feel we, we really do need to video this because your face is like, wow. That's why I said I really don't know what my passion is. Because I don't, there's nothing that I wake up in the morning, outside of just being grateful that my kids are well, healthy, alive, you know, um, I don't wake up with like a passion for anything. Do you wake up with a passion for something? I wake up with, and I wake up and I'm always, like, it's crazy how much I, like, I want to sing all the time. Like, if okay. I could. So, that's your passion. That just would be, for, yeah. like, something that I yeah, enjoy that's your passion. doing. I don't. There's no passion, maybe outside of finding love. That might be the only thing that I think about daily. 
like on a constant consistently consistent basis like a healthy romantic but love for yourself relationship not love no a healthy romantic relationship love for myself not love for yourself but like love like as in love like receiving love for like receiving love from other people for for yourself that makes sense yeah receiving healthy romantic love not not other for myself not other people's healthy romantic loves no i don't it's i can't say i don't care about that i do care about that because i want other people to find that as well but it's not my passion my passion is i want to find that for myself so (laughs) that's the only thing I, i mean i can say that i mean i'm being transparent that's the only thing i can really say that I think about on a consistent basis, on a consistent basis. As I'm learning to love myself more, the more healthier I want the relationship to be. Because before, I just didn't care. I just wanted somebody. Oh, no. I've no, no. never been like that. But now, I actually do care. And I don't just want somebody. I want to be with someone who is healthy for me. The the days of toxicity is gone. Yeah. So, that's about the only thing I can say. I wake up. Not I can't say I wake up and that's the first thing I think about. But on a daily basis, consistently I think about that. Well, now I'm stuck because I don't even know how to help you. <laughs> it's not. I don't know that it's you for you to help me. I think you do help me in you know some some things. You know, especially like questioning. Some of my thought processes, because it helps me to think about them, and I'm I'm unorthodox. Like I I don't think like most people. I challenge. I know you don't. I challenge myself. <laughs> I challenge others. You know, I'm not. I'm not too gray. I'm either black or white. Um, and that's it. That's probably why I'm more financial, like money, like numbers person than anything like numbers make sense to me they're constant anything um abstract is difficult for me to really understand the last thing was mm-hmm. you know your creator that he pointed out so i feel like through god you will find your purpose or your passion or whatever the case may be so like as you continue to grow spiritually it'll grow in every aspect. Because I didn't always know. Like, I knew that I loved to sing. But, like, I was just, like, I guess doubting myself based on how other people doubted me. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it kind of, for a long time, it was just like, oh, I don't even desire this anymore. And so I kind of lost it. And then, like, I don't know, it was just random. Like, it just randomly popped up. So it was, like, as I was continuously asking God, like, to show me it. So... Like, show me it again, mm-hmm. like, where I kind of fell off. And I think through prayer, I think prayer and just constantly taking in God, whether that's through a sermon or your Bible reads or or um, people, like, people around you, will help you kind of figure out, like, where you need to be or where God wants you to be or where you ultimately want to be, you know? I think purpose, your purpose is what God wants you to be. I think your passion is what you want to be. The good thing about your passion 
is you can combine the two. You can sing gospel. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily always have to be gospel. It could just be Oh no, but music that feeds the soul of someone else. Before to some of the music out there today, Lord have mercy. <laughs> before before um I came back to God because I always grew up in church or whatever. But like I didn't really have a relationship with right. God for real. Before that, I always when there was I was, I was like, Oh, I wanna do R and B, I wanna do R and B and then like it kind of changed for me because I guess my passion and my purpose kind of aligned. Right. And so it, I became like, like I started to desire wanting to do everything for God rather than, and like not feeling bad or mm-hmm. bad about it or any type of way about it. So it's like, now I just want to do what God wants me to do. And through like, through my passion, I guess, you, kind of what you said, basically. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe that's what I have to do. Maybe I have to take take out, like, my selfishness from it. But even with my purpose, like, if I was to say, okay, what did I come out from? You know, what did I lose? Like, what did I have to lose to, to gain? And what can I help others with? Um, I, I would have to figure out, like, what type of platform, you know... there's a lot of work to do for me. I need to start writing some things down and trying to marry them. That's it. That's it. But, yeah, I guess, you know. I think through God you will find your purpose and your passion both at the same time. And I feel like they will all come, it will all come together. Like, it will all, like, be tied together, so. Maybe I can help the women of the sports world with stuff. I don't know. But I really do think we should talk to Nana about um, the traveling. traveling and performing. Okay. And stuff. We can talk to her about that and see if that's something she's down for. You can do that. I can do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, because it's good for the, the mental. It's good for the physical. It's good to share, like... You know, not only will we have classes, but we'll also have like, you know, like something to look forward to. Because mm-hmm. I feel like when we was like doing learning the dance and stuff, it's just like, like to perform it to know that we're yeah performing, like, yeah that, that was different. It was different. I'm glad she gave us the time she gave us though, because I mean, but as you become better with it, you can probably learn dances and routines a little quicker, a little easier. So, you have anything else on your page? Um, no, no, okay. Well, That's I'm gonna start with my three questions and I'll write them down. I didn't get a chance to do that, but I'll write write everything down and just kind of meditate on it and see what I get from it. It's not gonna happen in, in like that, Ma. You know that, right? Well, who said that? You said that. Y'all know what God says, okay? Yes, but don't expect no it to happen. No buts, like you be that. telling me no buts, neither, no buts. <laughs> anyway so yeah but I'm glad we, we you know we talked about this finally um, and just like Abraham I'm gonna learn when it's time for me to learn it'll be very clear when it's time 
for me to but trust the process that's the best i know part. that's what my thing you gotta does. find the joy you see it's right there the in the middle of my it's the journey not the destination mm-hmm. ever since we watched that swagger episode i always stick by that like i'm like the journey not the destination that's a good that's a good point because i do need to i have been working on being more present like i feel like ever since um chandler being passed away Rest in peace. I've been like thinking back, like going back in my, you know, in my life and time. And I'm like, dad, you know, sometimes I wish I was more present in those situations. You know, like I feel like everything just went by so fast. So I'm trying to be more present right now. Like this summer was great because I really just would not work and stuff. I had time to just enjoy and be present in the moments that I had this summer. And I'm just trying to take that along in life. Because I don't want to look back and just be like, Dag, I rushed through that too. Yeah. And I rushed through that. And I rushed through that. And I didn't really experience it. I'm always thinking future, not current. And we already know, based on Lot's wife, let's not talk about past. Because you're going to turn mm-hmm. into a pillow of salt. Yeah. So you really need to just work on being present in the moment. And so that's what I'm trying to do. Oh, that's what I am doing. Being present, being more present. I take walks. I look up at the sky. I appreciate just the nuances of the sky. Like, it's cloudy, it's blue, it's orange, it's yellow, it's purple. Like, just taking it all in, looking at the trees and how they're changing colors and even just smelling the manure that they have to put down in order to create beautiful plant life and even though it stinks, but <laughs> it's all just a part of taking everything in and enjoying what, you know, God's creation. So just being more present, you know. Taking it day by day. Mm-hmm. Moment by moment. So that's it right now. Thank you for sharing this journey with me, girl. It's our journey. We all know what our destination is, but it's our journey. So we just have to stick with it. And I did promise myself I'm going to stick with it. Even on them days where you ain't feeling it, I said, you know what? I'm just going to get on it and I'm going to do it by myself. Because I'm going to stick with it. I'm just going to stick with it. You're not getting on here by yourself. I'm here Hmm. all the time. Hmm. Watch me. Because I like the talking part. (laughs) Watch me. I'll be like, oh, well, she don't want to do it. I'm going to do it. And then I load it myself. I don't even know how to load it. I know how to edit it. But oh, you don't know how to load it. No. Did I teach you how to load it? Yeah, you probably had to show me how to load it. Dang. Um, I, I learned s- this from Mr. G. Shout out to Mr. G. My my uh what's it called? Is he music? He's not I mean he does music like production class. Production class, you know, music, piano class, whatever. Yeah. Shout out to Mr. G. I miss you. Yeah, that's good. I'm glad that they offered that for you guys because I think that was a good thing for you to learn, especially with wanting to be in music. I think knowing the whole business will make you more successful. I feel like the most, like Babyface, Teddy Riley, and other people, I just named them because for my age group, they were probably the most successful producers slash singers entertainers and Michael Jackson of course but they all knew soup to nuts 
they knew how to like they knew how to create the, write the music create the music sing the music produce the music the business behind the music like the legal legalities of it everything like they knew that keeps you from lawsuits and all that it keeps you just from being taken advantage of yeah that too because I'm telling you like the TLCs and like for them to be as successful as they were and not have any money to show for it, like to get a a cent on a record, like how do you sell millions of record and only get like four cents from a record when back then when people actually purchased records, minimum your record was like $10 minimum, depending on, you know, where it was being sold. It may have been twelve ninety nine, thirteen dollars 99 but you're getting pennies. Yeah. Off of that, and the producer, you know, the the record company, all of them are taking the bulk of it. And I do understand they have to promote you. I get that. You have to do tours, and they have to pay for that up front. I get that. But there's no reason why you driving a toy. I forgot what they had, like a RAV4 or whatever (laughs) back then. And that's cute. But when you selling millions of records, I'm sure they wanted a BMW X whatever or Mercedes or Jaguar like whatever they had that was premium back then. So yeah, it's good to know the whole business. Definitely good to know the whole business and to have your mother represent you and be your financial manager because I'll just take the money and put it away so you don't spend it because you know you like to spend. I do like to spend. So, but alrighty. We're going to end this because we're getting a little long. And it's time to eat. And it's time to eat. So we thank you guys for listening to our podcast. We ask that you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. And if you want to support us, our link is in the description. Am I forgetting anything else? Um, I think we need to start adding some music. The donation end. inbox. That's what I just said. Support us. Oh. Donation support. I feel like <laughs> yeah. Our uh, social medias and stuff are in the description too. Yeah. And our email. Email us, guys. All right. So, but for the listeners that are listening, we do thank you. Um, we are international. We appreciate that. Oh my gosh! Like, hey, people from Belgium. I cannot. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the I Don't Know But podcast. Bye-bye. Bye. Why am I always yelling?